Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Boos, welcome back to another episode of the Boo Busters podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing legends from the Appalachians. Ooh, a creature feature. Also, is it, I feel like it's, is it Appalachians or Appalachians? I think it's both. I've heard it pronounced both. Damn. Don't ask me, bro. I I say Appalachians. (laughs) Let us know, Booze. Should Should we all say it different ways and see how many people we piss off? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's everyone doing this week? Hey, I had a snow day today, so I guess I'm all yeah. right. It's you guys a got lot a lot here. Of fun. No, yeah, it did. we literally got like nothing. We got a <laughs> shit ton. They told us eight to twelve, and we literally got three inches. They told Ooh. us six to eight, and we got eight. <laughs> Dwight was fucking loving it out there today. Like every five seconds, he wanted to go outside, and I was like, boy. What are I know you those doing? snaps were so cute. He was like, I just want to play out here. <laughs> Bobby Boo got his puppies. Yeah. They're so they're, freaking cute. They're really chill. I've seen cuter. Just kidding. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. But yeah, they're, they're I feel good. like every time we ask how they're doing, you're like, they're sleeping. Because well, they're puppies. Do. Yeah, they're puppies. <laughs> Um, Charlie has to... two different color eyes, and I think it's so cool. Yeah, he does. They <gasps> sleep and then wake up to go to the bathroom and then beat the shit out of each other and then go back yeah. to sleep. How Fuck are each they other. doing with eating? They do really good. We're doing a lot better with the pottying, too. Yeah. Because the past two days have been really good. Good, 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 good. Good, good puppies. So good, good mm-hmm. puppies. I want to come cuddle them. I'm jealous. Do they have the little puppy breath? Yeah, Maggie does bad. Aww. That's like so That's cute. That's so cute. <laughs> I love puppy breath. I miss Dwight's puppy breath. Now he's just got stank. Are they breath. little sharks yet or have they not gotten there? Not too not too bad. Not too just bad. Wait. But Maggie you likes just to sleep wait. on my chest Aww. and then she'll like snuggle into my shirt. She's like, this is the night. Nice- Hello, Dad. <laughs> She's like, this is the life. <laughs> How was your week, Brookie? It was all right. I feel like nothing much really happened. But we watched Megan, fucking I icon. Fu- we did. I forgot about that. <laughs> like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking icon. It was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I will say that I wish because like I know that they um like when they first released the teaser trailers or whatever for it, they centered it towards a younger audience, like mm-hmm. teenagers. They made it like they changed everything so that it would be catered more toward towards a younger audience because that was who was like sharing everything about it on TikTok. And um I kind of wish that they like made it more scarier. Cause we watched the unrated version. Yeah. And you said that and it I wasn't had, really any different. I then. had seen it in theaters and I was like, thinking back, I was like, okay, the very minimal death scenes there are, mm-hmm. it was a little bit more gorier, but that was. Yeah. <laughs> that article that I read said that it was like a little bit more gory and that she swore more. Like yeah. she 
she dropped a couple f bombs and she didn't in India. And the, um, oh, is it um, bad? I didn't even notice she dropped f bombs. Yeah, I didn't really either. My favorite part was when she sang Titanium. <laughs> yeah, that was like so out of nowhere. I was just like, <laughs> I, Emily was like, oh. no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is what we're doing, is it, Megan? I think that the other issue that I had with it was that the trailers like literally showed everything. Oh, literally though, seriously. Like every single scene was something that was in a trailer, and I was like, um, what is this? <laughs> they gave away too much. Yeah, they weren't subtle with it, but I liked it. <laughs> ten out of ten would watch again. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> also. Scream 6 comes out on the 10th of this month, and I figured that it would be fun if we discussed theories and predictions for it. And I wrote a little list, so if you want me to just read off of it, and then we can go off of there. Okay. So, obviously, this one is a given. I think we've already pretty much deduced that there's going to be more than two killers in this one. Mm -hmm. If you've seen the leaks, yeah. But we're not Bobby, I that. think I saw a leak earlier saying it was Gail. Really? But I told her that there's no way that they're going to do that. See, I saw a different leak. <laughs> okay, so that is not. Yeah. I was going to say, there's no still, way. I'm still Somebody on Twitter pissed. said something suspicious, and Brooke was like, I don't think that was real. And I was like, I don't know. Like, it would be interesting, but not in this movie. Yeah. Not in this one. Maybe the next one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, speaking of Gail, following the trend of boyfriends being the killer... I thought it, that it would be fun if Gail's, who, if she's dating someone new, if her boyfriend was the killer, because they've never done that before. Ooh. No, she's not allowed to date anybody. But yeah, she's not allowed to date anybody else. Only That's Debbie true. Dewey. One of the four from Scream 5 is going to die. Probably more than one. And my bets would be on the twins. Yeah. Because that was one of my issues with um, Scream 5, was that too many of the main characters lived yeah um i just have a feeling it's gonna be mindy really because i feel like they were teasing in the trailer in the trailers that like she was gonna die but then i was like what if they pull a switcheroo and kill him that's true i just think it's because i've seen more of him in the previews yeah that's true too because she or I they, see could her, just, like, they could kill both yeah. of them yeah oh just at different parts in the movie i just don't want jenna ortega to die yeah <laughs> i like her I think it's going to be the highest kill count of the whole series. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be set in New York City, so they have to. And that there's going to be a connection to Scream 4 through Kirby, and I think that she will either die or be a ghost face. I don't want her to die either. Yeah, but it, it would be kind of silly for them to bring her yeah, back. Yeah, but she then, already died, so I'm like, and okay. Then kill but... her. Yeah. <laughs> I also thought that this was going to be highly unlikely, but I think it would be so cool if they did a connection to Scream 3 because they never, ever, ever talk about that one. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know how they would do that, but I think it would be fun if they did. Um, I think that if either Sam or Tara dies, that Tara's going to be more likely to because Jenna Ortega is a busy gal right now. For real. More Billy stuff. And then I think it would be fun if there was like a possible Stu connection or like a cameo from him. But I don't think they would. If anything, it would be a connection and not like a cameo. Yeah. Because I saw. Okay. Can we discuss? Because I saw a leak that said. That whoever the two killers, I didn't see who it said the who the two killers were, but I saw that 
their motive or whatever was because that they were related to Stu. Really? Yeah, that was the leak that I saw. So that's not the one I saw. <laughs> but Have we all seen all accurate. the endings? <laughs> Watch it all be true. Be like, um... literally, it was it was a hell of a week. The, they released the popcorn bucket, and then I oh was yeah, we got our popcorn TikTok. bucket. We got our popcorn buckets. <laughs> They're on pre-sale until the seventeenth. So get yours, boo, on the Cinemark website. <laughs> but then I was scrolling through TikTok, and then I fucking texted the Boo Buster chat because I saw a fucking leak, and I was pissed. I went off for like a half an hour. I was. <laughs> I was yeah. so mad. You were fucking going. But then I was. Then I read something that someone posted that they have multiple endings just in case this does happen, which is smart yeah. anyway. But I was pissed. Why do people gotta do that? Right. That's fucking crazy. I'm just very curious to see who's gonna be the killers and what their motive is gonna be. Because I feel like they've done like everything by now, except for making one of the originals a killer, which I don't think that they would ever do that. Yeah. Or I saw some people being like, it would be cool too if the Ghostface motive was that. Well, I mean, I guess they kind of have done something like this. Would be that they were like obsessed, like in love with Sydney and do it all for her, doing it all for her, or whatever. I... How cool would it be if Neb secretly came back and she was the killer? See, I've seen oh. leaks being like at the oh. end of the at the end of Scream Six, there's going to be like a Neb cameo or like a phone call to Sydney. Do you think so? That will bring her back in for Scream 7. There's oh. going to be another one? It's not confirmed yet, but if this movie it's does well, they're going to make another this one. This is supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah. The radio silence. If it does trilogy. well. Yeah. Which I think it's going to do pretty good. I think it is too. I think I'm going to like this one more than 5, depending on oh, how same. it all goes down. I like 5, but I was upset yeah. Dewey died. Me too. Yeah, that was rough. That was brutal. Should we get on into the Appalachian Mountains, the rules? Jump on in, boo. The mountains first formed nearly 480 million years ago and spanned several states in eastern and northeastern North America, including New York, Georgia, Alabama, and Mississippi. I did not know that that's how old they were. Yeah. I, they're I old. don't know why I didn't think of Earth as being that. <laughs> in all, it goes through 420 counties throughout 13 states. The land has been inhabited by many, including Native Americans and later on European settlers. Naturally, with such a long history rooted in myths and folklore, stories have been passed down through the generations of supernatural beings also inhabiting the land. Many creatures such as the infamous Wendigo, Skinwalkers, and Bigfoot are said to be roaming the Appalachians, but today we figured we could talk about a few of the less common beings that supposedly made their home here. Before we get into that, though, we should discuss the rules of the Appalachians. These rules have been made popular on several different Appalachian locals' TikTok pages, such as Abby underscore Sabota and Appalachian Mountain Fairy. But here's oh. a compiled list. I love fucking Appalachian TikTok. It's one of my favorites. Like, I like both the ones that are scary, and I like the ones that are like just like the low key mountain life. Like, mm-hmm. you're making y'all are making me want to move there. So the rules are never whistle, don't look into the trees. If you think you saw something, no, you didn't. Similarly, if you think you heard something, no, you didn't. If something starts to chase you, do not run, and you should never go into the woods alone at night. With those rules in mind, yeah, let's get into our first lesser discussed Appalachian creature, the not deer. Wait a minute. Is the Appalachian where 
<laughs> lives? Yes, West Virginia. <laughs> I love how you knew what that was. I knew precisely what that was. <laughs> if y'all don't know what that is, wrong turn. Go watch it. All of them, except yes, the new one. All of them. I didn't mind the new one, but I don't know if I'd watch it. It like heavily <laughs> pissed me off the ending of that. I'm not. I won't yeah. ruin it for anybody, but like that pissed me off. I completely forgot about that movie. Did you see it with us, Bobby, or was it Mom? We thought- no, we uh, we watched Mom. it on a movie night together. You guys had seen it in theaters before. Yeah, him, yeah. We went during COVID and had yeah. to wear a mask. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, I was honestly fine with it because I felt like it wasn't cold in there. <laughs> yeah, it was freezing in there. Oh. All right, Bobby Boo. The not deer's exact origin is unclear, but it is claimed that many of the sightings of over the years have taken place in Virginia. It is said to be much larger than a normal deer, with body proportions similar in size to that of a moose, but other than that, it resembles a deer. Eyewitnesses claim that its eyes are forward-facing like how a human would be, instead of off towards the side like a normal deer's. Its mouth is distorted, it appears to have more joints than it should, it's twitchy, and it does not appear to be afraid of you like a normal deer would be. Okay. That's funny. (laughs) Is this the... Is this the creature that appears in like all that one girl's TikToks? Oh, wait, which girl? Is her name? Morgan? I can't remember. I think so. But like, she'll like turn a light off and then it'll be standing over. Yeah. There. And I shit my pants. It's either that or a window. Oh. Shit. A lot of her TikToks, so I'm like, girl. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> her TikToks. <laughs> I love the Appalachian TikToks, but hers, I'm like, I have a feeling that she's like pulling my chain with them oh absolutely but it's getting me (laughs) yeah (laughs) they can reach speeds up to 30 miles per hour and are sometimes seen walking on their hind legs that's a no witnesses have reported that upon encountering these strange creatures that instead of running away the deer stood there and stared at them despite how intimidating they may seem there aren't any reports of them attacking people no one knows exactly what it is that they want either, as no one has ever dared to get too close to them. We did find one Reddit post about a potential not deer experience. It was written a couple months ago by a user named Music Lover 15 They wrote, Hello, I just recently became aware of not deer when I was watching a video of someone sharing an encounter they had with one. While watching the video, chills went up my spine and I thought back to an experience that I had when I was younger. I try to look at things scientifically and not jump to conclusions, but this event has never really sat right with me. There isn't much to my story. I was just staying at a cabin in the woods in Tioga, PA, during July or August around 2010. There were a few of us around a fire that night at the back of the cabin. Towards the front of the cabin, there is a large meadow off to the side, and I remember wandering towards it by myself with a spotting light to look for a deer. That's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) I walked over to the meadow in the dark, and when I was next to it, I turned on the light and shined it into the meadow. About 50 yards away, I saw a pair of eyes that reflected back at me, about four to five feet off the ground. Unfortunately, the light was crappy, so that was all I could see. At first, I was so excited because I found a deer. But then the eyes, while staring straight in my direction and not breaking eye contact, got lower to the ground, and it felt wrong. I freaked, went back to the fire, and shortly went inside after that. The biggest thing that was unsettling to me was that the height of the eyes made the animal seem large, like a deer, but the way the neck would have to contort to perform the motion of lowering it didn't make sense. 
And typically when deer are spooked, their heads are up and alert. I also didn't really recognize it until typing this, but it was late at night. Deer are active around dusk and aren't usually out that late. This experience never really sat right with me and I didn't bring it up with anyone else since I'm sure they would think I was crazy. Am I being paranoid? Was it a deer or a large coyote? Do not deer exist that far up in the Appalachians? Thoughts? Hmm. Interesting. I think you saw something funky. Absolutely. With all that said, though, some skeptics do believe there is a logical explanation to the supposed not deer. One theory is that these deer that look mutant to us are actually suffering from a disease called chronic wasting disease, a.k.a. zombie deer disease. Never heard of that. (laughs) (laughs) It's similar to mad cow disease and can change the way the afflicted animal looks and acts. Signs of this disease include less social interaction with other deer, decreased fear of humans, and loss of awareness. So basically what people are describing when they see what they think are the not deer. However, there still are the unexplainable instances where people claim to see them walking on their hind legs. Yeah. Explain that away, skeptics. That's, that's interesting. I'm only no whistling at night. The creatures are going to come for us. <gasps> that's oh, what shit. I'm doing. <laughs> oh, boy. That was Brock. That was Brock. You're sacrificing <laughs> us. They're coming for Brock. <laughs> Quit sacrificing us. Our second creature is called the Flatwoods Monster, and this one is located in the Flatwoods and Frametown areas of West Virginia. On September 12, 1952, three young boys saw a bright object fly across the sky, landing in the yard of a local farmer. They went to one of their moms to alert the adults that they thought they had seen a UFO. The boys led a group of locals to the area to try and locate whatever it was. A dog belonging to one of the group members ran ahead and started barking, until a few minutes later when it ran back to the group with its tail tucked between its legs. They continued up the hill and stopped when they noticed something strange about 50 feet away from them. They saw and smelled a strange mist that they claimed made their eyes and noses burn. One of the farmers saw two small lights to the left of the mist, and when he shined his flashlight in the direction, the creature was revealed. When the light hit it, it hissed and started gliding towards the group before switching directions. The group ran at this point, and when they got home, they contacted the sheriff's department and a news reporter who conducted several interviews. The reporter and the farmer went back to the site later that night and reported that there was a burnt metallic odor lingering in the area. The sheriff and one of his deputies conducted a separate investigation and they did not find any evidence of the group's claims. The next morning, the reporter went back to the site and found two tracks in the mud and traces of a strange black liquid. He reported them as being signs of a UFO landing as nothing else had been in the area for at least a year. However, a while later, it was revealed that those tracks were possibly caused by a Chevrolet pickup truck driven by one of the locals who had gone to the site before the reporter to look for any evidence of the creature. According to the group, the creature stood at about 10 feet tall and was four... Shit, imagine the wiener on that. Four feet wide. (laughs) Only four feet? Well, how wide are we? Probably not that wide. (laughs) I didn't think that seemed that big. (laughs) It looked more robot than human and had a cowl in the shape of a spade behind a round head that was red in color. It had two eyes that they described as looking like portholes that were a greenish-orange color and had an unnatural glow to them. The body of it was like metallic armor that was lined with thick vertical stripes. The descriptions of its arms varies, but it was either armless or had tiny toy-like arms. After this incident, investigators from the Civilian Saucer Investigation Group collected stories from other witnesses who claimed to have had similar encounters. The reports included a mother and her 21-year-old daughter who had an experience a week prior with a creature who looked and smelled the same as the group's description. 
The mother claimed that the experience affected her daughter so negatively that she spent three weeks in the hospital after. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) The mother of the local farmer claimed that at the exact time of the crash, her house was violently shaken and her radio cut out for about 45 minutes. And lastly, the director of the local board of education claimed he witnessed a flying saucer takeoff at 630 on the 13th of September. Again, on that day, a couple driving through Frametown, West Virginia, had an experience with what they thought was a similar creature. Their car suddenly stopped and they couldn't get it to start again. They were then hit with a foul odor and decided to get out of the car to see if they could find the source. What they saw was similar in appearance to the Flatwoods monster from the waist down, but from the waist up, it appeared more reptilian to them. This creature is referred to as the Frametown monster, although it is thought to be the same as the Flatwoods monster. Yeah. Yeah. The creature has appeared in pop culture a couple times, and the Wii U game, The Wonderful 101, one of the creatures loosely resembles the Flatwoods monster. In a 2014 episode of Mountain Monsters, the team searches for the creature, and lastly, in 2017, the creature was featured in an episode of Mysteries at the Museum. Our last creature is referred to as the Wampus Beast or Wampus Cat. The origins of this beast date way back to the 19th century North Carolinian folklore, but back then it was referred to as the Catawampus, which it was loosely used to refer to as a mysterious animal. I've definitely heard that mm-hmm. that one before. I haven't heard wampus beast. People speculate that the word catawampus may be related to the word catamount, which was used to refer to the eastern cougar back in those times. Yeah, a that's cougar. Me wow. <laughs> in the early 20th century, the term was then switched to wampus cat, and it was in this century that a story came about as to how the beast formed. According to the legend, the wampus cat was once a gorgeous Cherokee woman. Her husband and other men from the tribe would often leave on hunting trips to get food and supplies for their village. The men would gather in the woods before each hunt and ask for forgiveness for taking the lives of the animals they were about to search for, and they would ask for supernatural help to assist them while they were gone. The women were, of course, forbidden from seeing these rituals, but the one young woman became increasingly curious about what the men were doing. Me. I would be (laughs) that woman. She asked her husband to tell her and he refused, so she took matters into her own hands. She wrapped a cougar skin around her body and stealthily made her way through the woods to the meeting spot. She watched the men and discovered all their secrets. Unfortunately, she decided to move closer to them and gave herself away. She was thus dragged into the circle. The sorcerer leading the ritual punished her by casting a spell upon her that allowed the skin of the cougar to mesh with her own skin and cursed her to live in the woods alone forever. People claim to hear her cries late at night as she roams up and down the mountains. That's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Justice for her. (laughs) <laughs> literally that would be a gut movie <laughs> i hope she ripped that sorcerer to shreds yeah i would have eaten him the wampus cat is notorious for stealing animals from farms and destroying things left out at night some believe that the creature is doing this out of resentment from being shunned from humans i hope so me too the creature has been featured in a few instances of pop culture in ronald dahl's 1961 novel james and the giant peach the creature is mentioned at one point. I hate that movie. It scared me. I like James and the Giant Peach. That scared me. They literally went inside a fucking peach. <laughs> you tell me. I thought I was fucking tripping. No, now that you say that, I did think that movie was a fever dream for the longest time because mom never used to let us watch it. It was scary as fuck. The wampus cat's hair is used in some of the wands in Harry Potter universe. It is used for the name of one of the houses in the American School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in that universe as well. In a 2013 episode of Mountain Monsters, the team goes on a search for the creature in an attempt to capture it. They were obviously unsuccessful. (laughs) 
You know, I would fucking shit my pants the day that (laughs) one of these mysterious creatures is found on one of these shows. Right? (laughs) Like, can we discuss how fucking excited I was when that mermaid fucking fucking documentary came out? I thought it was real. I'm still betrayed by that. And like I remember, tough. we were living in Washington, and I was like yeah. watching on my TV. We were like, and we were like, "There's mermaids!" We were like, "They found them! They found the mermaids!" Like I was so fucking gullible. Oh, it like took man. years to figure out that that was fake. Yeah. All right. So this is it's from a YouTube channel, but I found it on TikTok. Ooh. And it's by Master Nightmare. Oh, I'm scared. And it's titled Voicemail. I'm scared. I low-key got chills, but I also, yeah, I'm me. This will be an interactive. Okay. The voicemail you're about to hear was sent on December 14th of 2022 to a girl named Sasha. Is this going to curse us? (laughs) No. (laughs) Sasha lives with three friends from her sorority in a house that they rent in Syracuse, New York. Sasha met a seemingly nice and normal guy while out in town with her friends, They spoke very briefly, but she gave him her number. The man's name was Jeremy, and he doesn't go to school at Syracuse University like Sasha does. A Rather, he was Mm -hmm. her first red flag. Literally. Rather, he was a local from the area. They arranged to go on a date for drinks and dinner at a nearby bar. According to Sasha, the date didn't go well in her opinion, as he radiated unusual vibes and she thought he was weird. She split the bill with him because she knew there wouldn't be a second date and she wanted to do the right thing. He dropped her back home after the date and sent three texts later that night about how much fun he had and how much he liked her. It added to the discomfort for Sasha. Instead of responding, she hearted one of the messages, but the text continued on and on every single day and to the point that she decided to just block him. Oh, I would have blocked him after the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, this was not the end. On the night of December 14th at 2.15 a.m., when everyone in the house was asleep, Sasha got an anonymous call that left this. I'm going to send you the voicemail. I'm and I'm going to have to listen. Ew. My nipples are hard. Oh, no. What do you think the surprise was? I'm going to tell you. Oh, you know? Yeah. Okay, I'm, like, scared for her. <laughs> wasn't that super creepy (laughs) at the end of the call you could hear the door shutting this was the front door Mm -hmm. of Sasha's rental house (gasps) and the sound of the door closing alerted one of her housemates who woke up everyone in the house to ask who just shut the front door all four girls were in the house though and it was none of them this was when Sasha noticed a voicemail on her phone and listened to it with her housemates what Jeremy left on the kitchen table was just a stuffed animal turtle with the camera in it (laughs) Sasha's favorite animal which she mentioned on her date with Jeremy alongside it was a Christmas card that simply said Merry Christmas from Jeremy this prompted the girls to call the police and Sasha showed the police officers the text and the voicemail the voicemail was self incriminating (laughs) enough and the nonstop text from Jeremy backed up the story it was enough for the police to find Jeremy and charge him for breaking, entering, and stalking. He only did a week in jail and then was sent to community service and with multiple fines. It's been a month and a half now, and Sasha has not heard from Jeremy. That she knows of because she blocked him. 
<laughs> She's this is how shit like this the other shoe is gonna drop. Because the cops don't take this shit seriously when women report it and then they end up getting murdered. Yeah. Sorry, Sasha, but you need to take this a little more seriously. Maybe get a restraining order. I don't think this is real life. <laughs> this was is this is fictionalized story, Bob? Um no, it was pulled from a report. Oh my god, I thought it was fake this whole <laughs> <No>. time. <laughs> Sasha girl, you in danger. <laughs> Oh my god you thought it was fake i thought it was fake yeah no i'm well, yeah. scared <laughs> that spooked me hard especially when they said don't leave your window open i was like oh fuck <laughs> you know i used to be one of those girlies who would leave my window open at night hoping that edward cullen would come <laughs> yeah i bet you fucking, fucking work <laughs> outing myself there with that one <laughs> anyways <laughs> what do you guys think about the Appalachian creatures that we talk about today and the folklore surrounding the area in general. Um, I think they're pretty cool cats. Mm-hmm. One of them is literally a cat. Yeah, not the was it the wampus? What was that last one? Yeah, the wampus. Wampus. Yeah, piece. I feel horrible. That made me so sad. I feel bad for her. Yeah. Which one which one do you think is the most plausible? The not deer. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna say I really don't think the Flatwoods monster one was that real. was spooky though. It was spooky, but I think that they were fibbing about something up in there. Yeah, but I think it's interesting. People... I fucking yeah. love the Appalachians. Me too. I think it's so cool. Shout out, but the my favorite episode of Two Girls One Ghost is when they talk about the Appalachian trail. Oh, maybe I'll have to watch that one tomorrow. Mm, do it. Yeah. I love it. Next week, we're having a bit of a half-and-half half moment, true crime and ghosts. Woo! We're talking about the Felisca Axe Murders. Ooh. It's going to be a heavy one, but it'll be interesting for sure, for sure. Also, hopefully by this time, well, maybe not. We might have by this time next week when we record, have seen Scream 6. Yay! I don't know. My timeline might be a bit off. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it'll be a good time. Because we're in the future. Yeah, we're in the future. <laughs> it's the future you can see. What are your thoughts on today's topic? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you, so please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. (laughs) Choo-choo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out.